This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this special edition Rockcast profile episode, where we take you behind the scenes in an interview with someone who has contributed quite a bit to the Rock community and to Spark Development Network. Today, uh, we have John Edmiston and myself, Emily Foreman, and we're going to be talking with Nick Erdo, who has been a very longtime member of the Spark community since at, all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, so are we talking with him or about him? I think we should talk oh, about him. I'd prefer that you talk about me too. Okay, <laughs> well, Emily and I will just talk about you and you can listen. That sounds good. So how did, how did you first get involved with Rock? Why don't you give us a background of that? Wow. So the, the, like the real story. Um, well, before there was a Rock, you know, I was one of the guys that was pestering you and, and working with you, uh, hopefully as a friend. Oh, yeah. Reposition this here. And um, just encouraging us to let's do something. We, we really need to do our own thing that we can control and all the lessons that we had learned in a previous community, let's bring all those to this group and let's make something. So I forget exactly how it unfolded, but I remember one day you called me and said, hey, we're, we're, gonna, we're starting to write something. It, it was in PHP. And uh, so we all got together and kind of looked at things, and, and I'd say that was the first kind of unofficial official beginning then rapidly after that, we, uh, I think, established the uh, the foundation, the Rock uh, Spark Development Network, mm-hmm. and then created a press release. I mean, that's the kind of the initial start of the story. So yeah. we're talking about way back in 2011, right? Yeah, it might even be before it that. Might be Was 10. it? Yeah, because yeah. you were doing the Refresh Cash conference, right? Which wasn't really targeted to a specific church management system or code base is supposed to be more open. Yeah, toward the end. Initially, it started with one church management system, and then the last two, we we opened it up to, we invited, um, in fact, we invited a a couple of different platforms to actually came. Um, Well, one of them was Rock, because at that point, we we brought Rock in and announced it. At least we announced it. We didn't really have Rock yet, right? Right. Right, right. Yeah, and so that that's interesting that we don't really talk about that. It's those early days when we tried to change everything. Like, we tried to change our code base and our um, development language, and um, and that was a short trip because we, we realized that there are certain things that we needed that were just kind of built into .NET that, that yeah, we... I remember to. we were we were at, uh, like, it was a Paradise Bakery, I think, out kind of in between oh, you yeah. and, and us, right, we right. met in the middle because I'm about an hour away from uh, from you guys at, at at that point, Christ Church of the Valley. So I remember sitting there at that table. I think we Phil came with too, my boss. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, we used to meet there because there's a pizza place there too. We'd meet at sometimes mm-hmm. in the middle. Huh. Yeah, and so now you've been for years coming out to our neck of the woods once a week on Fridays. Yeah, so even so, from that point on, from that part of the story, I would just join you guys at Christ Church of the Valley on Fridays. 
it wasn't every Friday. It was almost every Friday. And, you know, we, we got to work together. And then uh, at some point, once Rock had some real legs, we started working on it at my church um, alongside you guys. But that was took us a little while to get to that point where our leadership really understood what was going on and how big this was going to be and how awesome it was going to be. But we then got approval to start working um, on rock during our work hours. This is the stuff of legend to me because I wasn't around way back in the day. I think I met you, Nick, when it was, what, 2012 or something when I came on staff at Christ Church of the Valley. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing that's always struck home for me is this vision that you've carried around since before rock became what it is. And, and it was toward community and open source. And, and that's just been a, a huge burden on your heart. And it's been really fun for me to see how that's played out and how it's impacted the current rock community. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I'm getting the goosebumps because I'm, fi- I'm going to get to talk about this kind of in a permanent uh, location. I've always talked about this at Refresh Cash. But um, yeah, it's been a, a burden on my heart to see a community of, at that point, customers just complaining to the vendor about what the vendor should be doing. And that used to frustrate me because even in our old system, we as customers had the ability to add extensions and add some uh, bolt-on modules to that system. So it was my call to arms to say, we cannot come together and voice complaints about a vendor, what we expect from them. Let's build something. Let's do this together. So don't complain about what you want. Show us what you're building and so that was sort of one of our mottos at uh, Refresh Cash. And we helped kind of establish a, a, a mini community of developers. I think it was us and High Desert Church at that time collaborated on a check-in module for that old other system. And we worked on it cooperatively. We were both committing to one code repository, and we worked out all the details, and it was a success. And so other churches saw that, and we just tried to model that and foster that work collaboratively together, and don't point your fingers at the vendor. They, they aren't going to solve your problems for you. You need to solve your own problems, if I could be so bold. Yeah, and when you say high desert, I mean, just to give kind of transparency to that, that was really Daniel Hazelbaker. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's very active in the community, but I don't think people realize that there's a history there, too, that goes back a long ways. Right. And he, yeah, so he has since moved on from there, and he's now working with Jeremy at Shepherd Church. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing community member. And I remember telling you, John, like, Daniel's really great. You, you should see the good stuff he's going to do. And now you're, I think, equally blown away. Right. Well, back then, we weren't, we weren't working closely with that code base. Right. Like it was really just you in, in High Desert. Right, that's true. You didn't see the stuff I saw with in Daniel. CCV, we were kind of doing our own thing at that point. And right, because that's kind of where things started going south is when, when you guys broke off a little bit, it kind of took out some of the energy from that old platform. Yeah, and at that point, that's when we were thinking, you know, we need to start over from scratch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were just kind of keeping things working yeah. that we needed, but we were more interested in starting from scratch and, and investing into a new platform versus uh, continuing to uh, keep alive something else. The patient was kind of dying, so at that point, let it go. Yeah. Ooh, I'm glad you're not my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes or a teenage girl, because I'd be singing, <laughs> That's right. let it go. Either way. 
But speaking of investment, Nick here, who wants us to talk about him rather than to him, has been investing two hours a week. I know you touched on that uh, briefly before, but he drives all the way from Mesa over to previously Peoria, where we were and now in Sun City, um, every Friday and spends the whole day, a very long day, working with us and helping move a lot of things forward and continues to be a sounding board um, on the Spark Development Network board and just our team in general as we make sure that, hey, we're moving at such a fast clip. Let's run this by Nick and see, does this make sense from the community standpoint? You know, let's let's talk about this. Let's let's see if we're still on track with where we need to be. And, and he's done an awesome job with that. Probably yeah. not my most productive hours of the day, the hour drive the here and the hour back, but it gives me time to reflect. And it really is something I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't just want to work remotely. Um, these days when I get to come in and see everyone and work face-to-face, it's priceless to me. So it's well worth the cost of And driving. to us, too. We appreciate your investment in that. Thank you. So maybe just one final question before we wrap up. Do you want to – I know the community would be really interested in how you're feeling. Yeah, so um, – I've, I've had a bout with cancer, uh, colon cancer, so had to go through three surgery, uh, two surgeries so far, had a surgery in December. I'm feeling really good. Saw my doctor yesterday, it turns out, and he scheduled my third surgery finally. So it will be February 27th. I think that's a Tuesday. So I probably won't be here that Friday. <laughs> he says I'll be in the hospital till Thursday. Okay. But I feel good. That's good. And that's there's good. no cancer. The last test they did uh, showed there's no cancer. Awesome. Thanks for asking. And thanks for all your prayers from uh, everybody who's n- heard about my story and has prayed for me. I I couldn't have gotten here without all that. Well, Nick, thanks for all you do. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks. Well, that wraps up another behind-the-scenes special episode of our Rockcast. Thanks for joining us today. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.